The same is true of my parenting regarding religion. I really do believe I've made the best moral and intellectual choice in setting religion aside. I think the negatives of religious belief outweigh the positives. But I would never want to see someone forced to believe as I do. And that includes my children. They deserve an honest chance to work things out for themselves. The process, not a given outcome, is the thing. Which brings us, at last, to our topic. Parenting Beyond Belief is a book for loving and thoughtful parents who wish to raise their children without religion. Not that this is the only right way to parent. It would be just as silly to imply that one cannot raise good, intelligent, moral, and loving children in a religious home as to imply the opposite. There are scores of books on religious parenting. Now there's one for the rest of us. Religion has much to offer parents, an established community, a predefined set of values, a common lexicon and symbology, rites of passage, a means of engendering wonder, comforting answers to the big questions, and consoling explanations to ease experiences of hardship and loss. But for most secularists, these benefits come at too high a price. Many feel that intellectual integrity is compromised, the word values too often turned on its head, and us-versus-them mentality too often reinforced. Religious answers are found unconvincing, yet are held unquestionable. And so, in seeking the best for our children, we try to chart a path around the church and end up doing so without a compass. Parenting Beyond Belief demonstrates the many ways in which the undeniable benefits of religion can be had without the detriments, just as vegetarians must find other sources of certain vitamins, minerals, and proteins, secular parents must find other ways to articulate values, celebrate rites of passage, find consolation, and make meaning. Fortunately, just as the vegetarians have beans, fortified grains, and soy milk to supply what they need, secular parents have parenting beyond belief. So, welcome, then, to a parenting book for theological vegetarians. Approach and Focus This is not a comprehensive parenting book. It'll be of little help in addressing diaper rash, aggression, or tattling. It is intended as a resource of opinions, insights, and experiences related to a single issue, raising children without religion, and the many issues that relate directly to it. You may also note a relative lack of prescriptive instruction. Although our contributors include MDs, PhDs, and even two reverend doctors, there's little attempt to dictate authoritative answers. Our writers suggest, inform, challenge, and encourage without ever claiming there's only one right way. Unlike a childcare guide I can see on my shelf right now, with the subtitle, The Complete and Authoritative Guide, Holy Moses, and a good thing, too. Secularists are a famously free-thinking bunch. It's the attribute that ended us up, secularist, after all, that desire to consider all points of view and make up our own minds. This is also not a book of arguments against religious belief, nor one intended to convince readers to raise their children secularly. This book is intended to support and encourage those who, having already decided to raise their children without religion, are in search of that support and encouragement. 
There are many outstanding resources for adults wishing to consider the arguments in support of and in opposition to religious belief itself, and that's important work. Intellectual and ethical maturity can be measured in part by a person's willingness to engage in constant reflection on what he or she holds to be true and good. Parents in particular must be able to articulate the foundations of their own values and beliefs at a moment's notice. And what better describes the appearance and disappearance of opportunities in parenting than a moment's notice? Ungrounded, unexamined beliefs, whether secular or sacred, are the most inflexible, the least open to reconsideration and revision. In order to raise children whose convictions are grounded in reflection and an openness to change, we must model the same. You may encounter some new terminology, including labels for the various categories of disbelief and ideas from philosophy. Each such word is defined in a glossary at the end of the book.